welcome to the She Talks Health Podcast, your source for information about all things women's hormonal health. I'm your host, Sophie Shepard. I'm the founder of She Talks Health and the co-creator of the 12-week Empower Her group gut and hormone program. I'm a certified functional health coach and a holistic menstrual health educator. This podcast was created to give you clarity about how to take control over your hormonal health using safer, natural options. I created this podcast to cover the widespread and complex health issues plaguing women today. From the rise of infertility to the epidemically high numbers of women with autoimmune disease to menstrual cycle problems, digestive issues, anxiety, weight gain, food sensitivities, mental, emotional, and energetic imbalances, and so much more. If there's a topic that you need answered, I encourage you to write us at podcast at shetalkshealth.com and we will try our absolute best to cover that subject. My greatest mission in life is to help women radically change their health and their lives by teaching them how they can use their hormones as their superpowers. So with that in mind, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome back, everyone, to the She Talks Health podcast. This is your host, Sophie Shepard, and I am so excited. Like, I know I say that every time, but you guys, I'm really excited this time because we're doing something different than we've ever done on this podcast, and we actually have a current client of mine, Lauren Chapman, on the show today, and she is going to share a story with us about how she survived thyroid cancer how she survived ectopic pregnancy. And Lauren is pretty much a badass. I'll just say it. She is one of the most amazing badass women that I know and I have the privilege of working with. She's a bonafide fighter. She's a mom. She's a wife, a daughter, a sister. She's a lot of things. And after a hellish ordeal in the medical world from a doctor who did not take her seriously anyone else can relate. Yes, me, everyone. (laughs) Lauren decided to seek help to heal not only her body, but her mind. Um, She has been in the She Health Experience, which is my signature program for the last five months. We're about to graduate her. She's about to fly free and she is ready to activate her voice and share her story. Welcome, 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 Lauren. (laughs) Thank you, Sophie. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited. I'm so excited for you. And one of the reasons I'm so excited for this is that when I had Hashimoto's, I was in an abusive relationship and I felt like my voice was silenced. And I've talked about that a lot on this podcast. And starting this podcast was one of the things that helped me liberate my voice. So to be able to provide a stepping stone for you to use your voice is pretty freaking cool. (laughs) Definitely. So cool. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So let's start with your cancer story. Tell us a little bit about what that was like for you when it developed and we'll talk through what you did for treatment, everything. Just how long ago was this for you? Tell us the whole story. Yeah. So I'm going to start a little bit further back, um, starting in May of 2018. So it was my first mother's day. My daughter was eight, 10 months old, I believe. You know, we had the whole day planned, everything was going great, and I wake up in the middle of the night, and just like this deep, agonizing pain, and I'm like, what is going on? Like, I feel like I'm in labor, you know? And so my husband and I talked it over, like, maybe it's my appendix, let's have my mom, you know, watch her daughter and, and go from there, and it turns out it was an ectopic pregnancy. 
which at the time when you're like in that moment, you don't realize your life is at stake. You're losing a pregnancy. First, you find out you're pregnant and it's just like, oh my gosh, like how cool. And you start kind of having these dreams of what's it going to be like being a mom of two or, you know, what's the bedroom going to look like? You know, I had like these distinct visions of how I thought life would go until, you know, the doctor was just like, no, sorry, this is what this is. Did you know before the moment of pain that you were pregnant or was you found out you were pregnant in the moment? In the moment. Yep. I had told my husband like, Hey, I think I'll take a test the following Monday. So just in one day I will take a test. So had I taken a test, you know, the day before, maybe things would have been differently. Who knows? But after that, you know, that took a lot of, was a lot of grief, a lot of hurt, a lot of crushed dreams, it feels like. But I started getting these other symptoms of fatigue and my periods were very inconsistent. I was still breastfeeding at the time. So like, I thought that's what was causing the inconsistencies. I was gaining weight, even though I was working out a ton and like eating right. And I was just like, what is going on? And so I ended up going to a naturopath and she told me that I had Hashimoto's, you know, she did the blood work, she got the ultrasound. I was like, okay. And so she put me on supplements and that was kind of the end of that. And I didn't really think of it. Afterwards, I stopped taking the supplements didn't understand what Hashimoto's was. Yeah. It's uh, right. We really do need that person to be like, Hey, this is important. And you are, your body is attacking you. And this is an autoimmune disease. And there's things to do to, to really correct that process from continuing to destroy the thyroid. Yeah. I, I had the same symptom or situation reaction. I had the same symptoms come off. I had the fatigue and everything. And when I went to my doctor, she, she was just like, you have hypothyroidism, take Synthroid. And I had no idea until like the symptoms came back and I started digging into the research, like how important it was for me to get a handle on it, especially because she had not even done the extra level of getting me the Hashimoto's diagnosis. So yeah, it's, it's something that I feel pretty passionate that we share loudly that it's a big deal to have this diagnosis. So Okay. So you were, you were just basically put on some supplements and then you stopped taking them at some point. Yep. Stopped taking them. I didn't really see a difference. You know, life kind of gets in the way too. Not that it gets in the way, but you just carried away focusing on other things, you know? So at the end, uh, let's see, it was probably at the end of August in 2020, I was washing my face and washing my neck and I feel on my neck this lump. And I was like, hmm, that doesn't feel right. You know, like what could that be? Who knows? I know lumps in the neck are not good. You know, so we went to my mom's that night for dinner and I said, Hey mom, like feel this. Does this feel normal? And she's like, no. So I asked my stepdad, cause I'm just trying to find someone to be like, no, that feels completely normal. You're fine. Mm-hmm. You know, but I kind of had this gut feeling of like, this isn't right. Yeah. You that's, know, that's a terrible feeling to have. Yeah. So I go to the doctor and I ask her the same thing. Like, Hey, I feel this. And now it's like a couple weeks later and I can see it in the mirror. It's like a shadow almost. And I'm just like, Hey, like, I don't think this is normal. I'd like to get an ultrasound. And she was like, you know, everything looks normal, but you know, your body. So I'll order you an ultrasound anyways. And I was like, cool. That's actually a great response coming from a physician. Like, yeah, you know, your body let's, let's see. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it came back that I had nodules on my thyroid everywhere, but one that needed to be biopsied. It met the criteria for biopsy. So I went in for biopsy and they don't tell you unless I wasn't listening, but I'm a pretty good listener that they use six different needles to collect the biopsy. Oh my gosh. How painful. 
Yeah, it was a very interesting experience. You know, everyone was like super kind and I'm really grateful for that team. But, you know, they do the ultrasound and they find the nodule and they do one after another, after another, just to make sure that they have a good sample size. And that doctor then said, you look like you have thyroiditis or something like that. And I was like, what is that? And he was like, it's also known as Hashimoto's. And I was like, oh yeah, I guess I do. Like I've been told that once, but oh I don't my know goodness. What to do about it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was told that, but didn't realize that was clinically relevant or necessary to, to share even. Yeah. Wow. Right. Yeah. You know, so I'm just waiting for the results. They come back. I think that was a Wednesday. They come back the following Monday as benign. And that was the only thing my doctor told me. She said, cool. That nodule is benign. Have a good day. Pretty much. What the heck? <laughs> oh, okay. I just have this growing thing on my neck and oh yeah, just some thyroiditis. No big deal except for all the symptoms that I'm having and everything. Wow. Wow. So, okay. So benign. So there's nothing they can really do for you at that point because they believe not cancer. So just moving mm-hmm. on with life. Okay. Wow. How did that feel? Were you just kind of like relieved or like in retrospect, are you like, hmm, that's kind of odd? Or what was your reaction when they said that to you? Honestly, I had done so much research on anything I could find on Google, which sometimes isn't healthy, but sometimes it's helpful to know like, yeah, this is what to do next. Definitely. I was shocked that it was not cancer. Wow. I was just like, really? Like this is, this is for real? Like my symptoms, how I'm feeling, everything should be lining up for this result. And it's not. And I was just like, okay, like, I don't know what to do. She recommended that I go see an ENT if I still wanted to, if I wanted to remove it. I said, okay, I'm going to go see an ENT then. Like, I'd like a second opinion. Yeah, definitely. And when I got to the ENT and I had worked with him previously, just like on some ear your stuff. He looked at my neck and he was like, oh, he could feel like all the nodules. He felt the lump. Like it was very reassuring to go see him because like what I was feeling was validated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's um, half the half so, <laughs> Right. Exactly. He said, you know, if you really want to remove this, we can go through surgery. We would only remove half of your thyroid, you know, to keep that other thyroid uh, piece functioning you know, everything. He went over the risks with me. I talked it over with my family. Like, this is what I think I'm going to do. Like, I just had this urge that this had to get out of my body. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. So I opted for surgery. He told me, like I said, he told me the risks and he told me like, you know, your vocal cords could end up paralyzed. I said, okay, like this is, I guess the risk I'm real, like willing to take. And so I went through with the surgery, February 3rd of last year. How was the surgery itself? Was it like, were you um, sedated and was there like a recovery time? Yeah. Yeah. So I went into the hospital. Gosh, I think we left around like 530 in the morning, got to the hospital. They checked me in the surgeon, like there's an anesthesiologist, like just a, I guess it's like a major surgery when you have half of an organ removed. Yeah. I was just going to say that's a a huge step to remove um, our main metabolism gland, you know, and just remove any body part from, from the body. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, That's a huge step. It's really brave step too. Yeah. You know, he said the surgery went well. Um, my thyroid is a little bit higher up though than what he has seen normally, but he was able to get everything and to follow up with him, you know, like in a week, I think it was or 10 days. And so I went home, I had popsicles. I was, you know, just recovering. Um, And then I get this like alert on my phone from like the patient portal 
and it's these pathology results. And I'm like looking through them and I see like tumor size, papillary thyroid carcinoma. What? I'm sitting here looking at my phone and my daughter, she's three at the time. And I look at her and it's kind of in the movies how you see, right? Like your vision goes a little hazy around the edges, like everything kind of moves in slow motion. And I'm just like looking at it, like, do I have cancer now or was it removed? Like, I don't understand these and no one's called me about this. Oh my gosh. That's terrible. You're just like- Very scary. Yeah. Oh, that is like infuriating how you could get those results on your phone and not know that you had carcinoma. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I was also experiencing just like some like swelling and I was scared that I had an infection. And so I called the doctor and I didn't even bring up the pathology because I was a little bit in denial at that point. Yeah, sure. It's like- the nodule's benign. Wait, no, you have cancer. Wait, do I? <laughs> I don't know. So I went in, I think it was three days early and it was very casual. He was like, you know, don't want to scare you. We found a little bit of cancer. We think we got it all. And that was it. Nothing about Hashimoto's, which he was on there again, on the pathology, no like treatment plans or anything. Um, at that point I had not even been like put on uh, the thyroid medication because the other side was functioning normally, but my voice wasn't coming back. So my vocal cord had been paralyzed permanently. Oh gosh, Lauren. Yeah. I know you've shared that with me before. And we did a whole voice activation call with, with one of our other coaches. And that's, that's just tough. It's really tough. It's a permanent, permanent situation for your vocal cords to be in that place. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's just, I know I've heard this story before, but hearing it again, I'm just kind of shocked, you know, just all of it, like not being told the full story, how all this impacts you, not getting the correct diagnosis of cancer, not being given any like information about it, being told you have cancer through a pathology report instead of through a person. It's just a lot. It's a lot of medical trauma to deal with. It's a lot for the nervous system to process. Definitely. Always in fight or flight, right? (laughs) That's what it feels like sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And we know, so in the biology of trauma class that I'm in, we know that there can be the fight or flight is like actually in a place usually with cortisol where we're like anti-inflammatory. But when we passed over fight or flight and we're in overwhelm, that's when we see pathology like autoimmune disease, cancer, things like that happen. And so we, we know now that there's that connection between the nervous system states cortisol, inflammation, and inflammatory disease processes happening. So it's no wonder, you know. I mean, when I got autoimmunity, I was well past fight or flight. I was just like, I'm in flight. Like, I am frozen, you know, that freeze state of overwhelm. And it's just, it's hard to come back from that. But you have. (laughs) So (laughs) tell us what came next after you were kind of told, okay, well, we got it all and see ya. (laughs) What was next? Yes. So after that, in attempts to like save my vocal cord, I got another surgery in May. So three months after, three months? Yeah, three months after, just for vocal cord injections. And then I was referred to an endocrinologist who put me on thyroid medication and I was still feeling tired. And I was just at my limit. I was like, something is still wrong and I don't know what it is and I need to fix it. Um, And I was on Instagram scrolling away. And I see this post about, um, I cannot remember which post it was of yours, but it was one of yours about thyroid health and maybe eating carbs. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. A, I did sounds, a post yeah. about how we need carbohydrates for thyroid. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I remember I sent it to my husband. I was like, this person seems cool. And then you had uh, messaged me on Instagram, like, Hey, if you have any questions, cause I had yeah. started following you, like, if you have questions, like reach out. And I just started researching you. And I was like, this is, this person is who I need in my life right now. Like I need to be healed, <laughs> please. Yeah. So I set my appointment with you and I've been in the She Health experience for five months now, and I've learned so much. Like my eating habits um, have gotten better. Using my voice has been a challenge over the past year physically. And so being able to share my story with you, with some of the other women in our group, it's been really cool to be able to share not only like this story, like my ectopic pregnancy story, just to help other women not feel so alone. Yeah. So important. Oh my gosh, Lauren. I love you so much. I love you so much. I'm so proud of you for really listening to your body at every step of the journey and being like, this isn't right. I need to get this out of my body. I need help. You know, all those things and showing up for yourself. It's not easy to do that. And now to, I'm proud of you because you're sharing your story on this podcast and who knows who's going to hear this, you know, so many people will hear this and know that they're not alone and know that they can come back from topic pregnancy and from cancer and from medical overwhelm and all the things that you've been through and know that you can stand here on the other side of it. And it's just amazing to watch. What would you tell someone listening who's struggling with thyroid cancer or even autoimmune Hashimoto's thyroiditis? I think one of the main things, and I learned this from one of the other coaches in the program, is that like your story matters. It's not going to look identical to what you may see in the movies, what other people are experiencing, just because it doesn't look identical to that doesn't mean it doesn't matter. It still matters 100% because it's your story. And I think that's so important because I feel like a lot of people didn't, not that they didn't take me seriously when I was like, oh yeah, I have thyroid cancer. And maybe they don't understand like the steps of like a thyroid cancer versus a different type of cancer. You know, I didn't have to go through chemo. I didn't lose my hair. I didn't go through those steps, but I went through a traumatic process of finding out how I had the cancer, my vocal cord being paralyzed, you know, and trying to function through all of that. So your story matters, your feelings are valid. And also just to ask for help when you need it, because if you're stressed and you're trying to do too much, you're just going to get tired and you need to rest. Wow. Yeah. I mean, your story of cancer is, is, valid. It's so valid. And it's still a trauma, physical trauma, emotional trauma, all these things that you've been through. And I'm really glad you highlighted that because oftentimes I'll hear someone say like, oh yeah, well, I just have insert injury or insert symptom. Like, oh, I just have IBS. I used to think that, well, I just have IBS and people have it worse than me. You know what? That's not the way pain works. That's not the way our stories work. It's true and valid and excruciating for you. And we have to validate that because if we don't, then we just suppress it and it becomes more of a pathology when we suppress our emotions and what we're going through. So I love that you mentioned that and that you mentioned asking for help. <laughs> Something we're not very good at. It's a tough one, but we're working on it. <laughs> we we're working on it. Yeah. I think I remember one of the very first wins you had in the program 
was you had joined like shortly before the holidays. And I remember you, we were coaching around like how to navigate the holidays with dietary changes and asking for what you need in advance. And you were really like afraid to do that with your family, but you did it. And they were really respectful and they were really like on your side about it and supported you through that. So really asking for what you need. It's funny when you do that from a place of strength, most people will show up for you. Absolutely. Yeah. And it was such like a pleasant surprise too. Not that they wouldn't have supported me, but it was like you said, when you show up in a place of strength, it's just like everyone's here to support me. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yay. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um, any other big wins or takeaways that you've had in the last you know, five months being in the, in the program or even just in the past year overcoming the, the last parts of this cancer journey and everything? You've shared so much wisdom with us today, but I just wanted to leave it open for you if there's anything else you wanted to add. I honestly can't think of anything. You know, I'm just really grateful to have met you and to be in the program and you know, grateful for all the coaches as well. I've learned you know, just like how to fill my body with good foods, I learned about blood sugar and blood sugar crashes. I had no idea. I was like, what? So so important for thyroid health and all health that we get our blood sugar managed. Yeah. Yeah. That's really all I can think of right now. Yeah. No, that's amazing. I just love how empowered you're feeling and how much you're using your voice and yeah, learning all these things about your body that you need. And um, I'm really glad I got to meet you too. (laughs) Got to support you. Well, awesome. This has been incredible. Um, thank you for being brave enough to share your story with us on the podcast. And um, I hope that this helps at least one other person out there who's struggling with their thyroid health um, or atopic pregnancy to know that you're not alone. And yeah, we'll end it there. Thank awesome. you so thank much. Thank you, Sophie. Yay. All right, everybody. We'll see you in a couple of weeks for the next podcast. I hope this episode got you one step closer to achieving your optimal health. If you liked this episode, please spend a few seconds to rate it so more women can find this resource. Be sure to tune in for more women's health support next week on the She Talks Health podcast. And in the meantime, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at She Talks Health. I have an open door DM policy. No question is stupid and I'm always here for you.